0: A great story always begins with the front page. You want to tell Joe Biven right now? What's up, baby? Take me out. The- hey, yo. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the front pages. I know it's been a while, but look, I got an explanation for y'all. But before we do get into that, Just welcome back to the front pages. We are here for the season finale of season one of the front pages. And look, I cannot believe we are here. And you know what, actually pause, because I know exactly what you're thinking right now. Right now you're thinking, how does girl go missing for three weeks and now she's talking about season finale? Let me explain. So first, y'all know my life, chaotic. describe it and it just got so overwhelming to a point where i just had to take a step back and really focus on the things that were very very critical at that time and yes that's exactly what i did do not be afraid to do that if you are finding yourself to be in that position choose you over everything that's all i'm gonna say about that but you know look Your girl is done with school for the semester, so I got time today, okay? I got hella time, and I'm just really so excited for how I'm about to put the time that I was utilizing for school and other things, and really just honing down into this brand and this podcast and the content behind it. It's so much going on behind the scenes that I wish, I wish, I wish I could comprehend to you guys vocally, but you know, when it's all in the head and it's pen to paper now, and I'm just really excited to get those things going, but okay. Yes. Life very chaotic. And also on addition to this, one of my assignments in school was to complete a week without sports now the rubric was like you cannot do anything sports related you barely could work out that that was the only like big exception but they ruled to kind of stay against not working out you couldn't wear any sports apparel you couldn't listen to any podcast, watch any sport related movie um you could not consume sports so i couldn't watch any games i couldn't post on my my sports page i couldn't Um, what else I couldn't do? I couldn't watch the Thanksgiving football game with my family. There's just so much that I could not do. And this assignment, yes, it it sounds very crazy, but it was very, very eye-opening. And let me explain to you why. I mean, I kid y'all not. I think I do something sports related every day. And with this assignment, it made me realize how much sport has been an influence on my life. Even even outside of my role of being an athlete and only knowing sports. But a lot of people that are in my life, I know them because of sports. A lot of the places that I have been is because of sports. A lot of the experiences that I have had personally is because of sports. It all comes back to sports for me. And it just shows how impactful sports has been on my life and how it has shaped me to be who I am today. You know, even style comes into play with um, sports. So I don't know. I want y'all to try it out. I know it sounds a bit extreme. You can do a weekend um, because some of us also had the option of doing just the weekend with no sports. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was not being able to update you all on kind of what's going on in the sports world and then you know when you be before you get out your bed in the morning you checking your phone and you looking at your your espn app or the alerts that kind of came in and i think during the week i actually did this um they fired the uf coach um brian kelly did that announcement at the basketball game look it was crazy okay i was mad that i missed a lot of the things that happened that week but look we are back here on the front pages i have so much in store for you all although this is the season finale this will not be the last episode of this year as we have a couple bonus content coming soon so make sure you're following the front pages on Instagram. So you can make sure that you are the first to watch, but let's get right into today's episode because enough about me, right? Let's talk about these knuckleheads in the NFL. All right. All right. So COVID the way it has been dealt with from different leagues brings a lot of conversations surrounding it. I mean, NBA kind of have been leading the conversation there, but On the NFL side of things, let's talk Antonio Brown, Aaron Rodgers. Now, last episode, I did speak on Aaron Rodgers and how he misled the media to believing that he was indeed vaccinated, when in reality, he wasn't. And this news all broke when he found out he was actually positive for COVID-19. So... The thing that is interesting about this, and one thing that I did want to clear up for my audience is the difference in between how it was handled for Aaron Rodgers and also Antonio Brown, because a lot of people tend to bring up race and things of that nature. Now I'm not saying either one of these guys were right or correct in the way that they handled their personal situations. but it's interesting to kind of dissect them and really understand what's going on and not allowing the media to kind of shape this narrative. So Aaron Rodgers, we know he misled the media about being vaccinated, but he actually was on the unvaccinated list. He was fined $14,650 for failing to follow the COVID-19 protocols and the reason he was fined is one because he was speaking to the media without his mask and then also he attended a halloween party um which unvaccinated players are not to do um, with the group of the other players and altogether the green bay packers will find 300k for their mishaps in this um, situation but on the opposite end of the spectrum you have antonio brown now Antonio Brown, he was actually snitched on by a former chef who actually told media that he had a fake vaccination card for um, the summertime. Now, Antonio Brown did admit his wrong in this situation, and he was suspended three games without pay. Now, this is where you kind of see the media picking up, because You have the notion of, okay, Antonio Brown, he lied about being vaccinated essentially, but he was suspended three games without pay. And Aaron Rodgers, he was just fined. And in a sense, I'm not going to lie to you. I I really don't want to compare the two as far as like which one is worse. But having the fake vaccination card and it's the same thing, like to be honest, Now, how they both were handled, I feel like it could have been handled differently as far as both of them really should have been suspended. I do agree with the suspension and I do agree with the fine, but I feel like it should have been the same on both parts. And I think too, we have to kind of give a little leeway to the NFL because this is, well, dang, I can't even really say that this is a new pandemic we're in because at this point we've been here for almost two years. So it wasn't really good. (laughs) But I guess the biggest difference in the two is that um, Antonio Brown was not on the unvaccinated list. He actually was on the vaccinated list. So that's what kind of gives him a little bit more punishment than Aaron Rodgers. So I wish people would stop saying, oh, it's because of race. No, it's actually because he wasn't even on the unvaccinated list when he was supposed to be. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So... (laughs) Moving right along, let's stick into the NFL because we got to celebrate a little bit. I am not a Detroit Lions fan, um, but I will say I am super, super excited for them as they claim their first win with a walk-off TD. That is just, it was so beautiful because it's like we've been rooting for this team to get their first win of the season. It's December, y'all. It's December. Football. Bindam started. Bindam started. They got their first win of the season. And that's pretty lit. Just to see how excited they were. And I can just only imagine. How do you stay motivated in a season where you're down 10 games. You still haven't won a lick of anything. You've lost a couple close games by field goals. And... Now you're here winning your first game of the season. Man, that's, I just know that that was just a lit feeling to feel. I'm super excited for them. Not saying that they will win out or do anything like that, but that's just pretty cool. Like, just to see them all happy, dumping Gatorade. Some people say, like, what are y'all celebrating for? Because you have no chance of making the playoffs. But, hey, the dub, you can't be mad at that. And I'm also not mad at the Giants for firing Jason Garrett. Look, it just wasn't a fit for you. I did hear today that Russell Wilson is looking to find a home somewhere else. I will gladly accept him with my Giants uniform. Please come and save us. DJ, I love you, but Daniel Jones, you ain't getting the job done for me. All right. And we'll actually talk more giants football here in the winter time as we shift gears to ncaa level college football playoffs is about to get started very 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 soon and this is just such a lit time for this industry um i'm not gonna lie pretty sad that U of H lost to Cincinnati. That game was very hard for me to watch because in one hand, I'm rooting for Cincinnati because the playoff committee has just been all odds against them and have tried to push them out of that top four position all season long. And now a American athletic conference team will be number four in the nation. Love that for them. But then on the other hand, I have Houston my ranked football team who I'm not gonna lie I was not a strong believer in their talents I wasn't really sold on the team this year I'm not I wasn't really sold on their head coach as well but definitely have proved me wrong and to see them make it back to that American um, athletic championship stage and it was just hard I really didn't know who to pick because you know Houston that's my alma mater and I was just like dang. Which team do I pick here? I want Cincy to win because they're already in high hopes, but then I want Houston to remain ranked and beat a high-ranked opponent. So I was really in a little findle, not going to lie to you. Um, But the American Athletic Championship went to Cincinnati, well-deserved for that program. Um, I am stoked to see how playoffs go for them as the rankings read Alabama for number one, Michigan for number two, Georgia for number three, and Cincinnati at four. Look, we'll talk more about bowl Talk college playoffs in the next week to come on our bonus episodes and our bonus segments on Instagram. So make sure you don't miss that. But I just had to put that little tidbit into here. And also, let's talk HBCU football and what is going on in Mississippi. Coach Prime is doing his thing at Jackson state. Okay. This season, they are 11 in one overall, which makes a program record for wins in their season. They actually averaged in game attendance, 42,000 plus, which makes a FCS record. And at the SWAT championship, there were over 50,000 people in attendance, making this a game attendance record. Now, If that ain't powerful, I don't know what is. The stage for HBCU sports is rising. And I am so, so, so stoked about this. And... I just love how the image of HBCU athletics is evolving and it's becoming more and more relevant and more of a conversation and we're seeing these high caliber athletes go to these universities and be impactful. We're seeing coaches buy into um, these programs. We just saw a new head coach for Grambling, a uh, NFL coach, you know what I'm saying? That that's big. You know, you want to see that type of traction and news surrounding um your your industry and your league so big up to hbcu football ncaa football we are here to stay and i'm not gonna lie to y'all i've been consumed a lot this fall with football i have not had the best opportunities to tune into any basketball really and i'm actually going to some rocket games here in the future looking to add some other games to my Roster to attend to, but let's talk about the Rockets really quick The Rockets are now on a seven game winning streak And this actually comes immediately after they just suffered a 15 game loss Now this improvement makes them the first team in NBA history to have a 15 game losing streak and a seven game win streak within the same season that tells you some interesting things are going on here in houston and we need to be on the lookout you know the baby rockets whatever you want to call them whatever name you have for this organization right now the rockets are going to be ones to watch and i'm excited because the scene of houston could definitely use some excitement when it comes to sports i mean we ain't getting much out of the texans okay we can we can rush that out the astros they've been doing their thing yeah the astros did their thing not gonna lie they did fall short in the world series but the rockets here's your window i'm not down let me get this straight now i am not saying that the rockets are going to win the finals this year not saying that but i am saying that this team has a lot of potential And once things begin to click for this team, they're going to be very, very dangerous. They still have a few holes to fix uh, as far as their roster goes. and, And getting those young players adapted to just being in the NBA and enduring a full NBA season, I think the Rockets are going to be somebody to watch. I truly, truly think that. So I'm going to be tuning in to more basketball as... The rest of this year kind of progresses as football kind of dwindles down a bit. Definitely going to be getting my hand back into that NBA bag. So some other quick notes that I wanted to hit. Let's talk next in line, which is the WWE's new NIL plan. So they have signed 15 college athletes from 13 universities, seven NCAA conferences, and four sports to be a part of their new NIL program. And this is pretty cool. You know, every time I think the WWE is dying off, they come and do something in the media that just puts them back relevant. And I actually seen I don't know if y'all seen this video where a fan actually attacked a wrestler in like one of the tunnels and everyone thought it was a part of it because you know, you know how WWE is the feel of it is it's very fake. But very like just high intensity. Well everyone thought that this was fake. And when people realized that this was real. They kept those cameras rolling. And that video just went viral. Pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. It was really cool to see like the crowd get really amped up. And him realizing like oh this is a fan trying to really fight me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's weird. And don't let me get on y'all fans. I'm, I'm going to get on y'all next episode actually. I'm going to say that for next episode. Because y'all. Mm. mm, mm. But WWE making themselves relevant, getting into that NIL bag. Look, that is the way to go. If you have any type of brand and you need marketing, you need your brand to be out there. NIL, athletes, that is your bread and butter. That's what's going to put things out right now. It's such a fast paced moving market right now. So look, get in early while you can. That's all the advice I have for you. Um, And let's talk about a little golf, Tiger Woods. He is back. He will be competing in the PNC Championship on December 18th and 19th with his son, Charlie. And this actually makes his first competition back since his car accident back in February. So I'm glad to see Tiger Woods returning back to the game he so loves. And it will be exciting just to watch how the media responds to his return to the sport of golf. I want to leave you guys with something to watch. If you have not already, please go watch King Richard. There is an interview posted on the front pages on a reel, and that is actually young Venus Williams during one of the interviews that is actually showcased in the movie King Richard. King Richard, look, was a very great movie, a great insight on their father's role in their life and how he kind of pivoted their life to be who they were today, Venus and Serena. And I also really enjoyed the fact that it shed a lot a lot of light of how much of a pioneer Venus had to be. And sorry if this is a spoiler, I don't want to say too much, but it really showcased how how Venus she was the first to go through the things that we hear about Serena went that went through and to see how she kind of began that dynasty for them and and really had to deal with media and deal with crooked individuals. I don't want to give too much away, but please go watch King Richard if you have not a lot of valuable life lessons within that movie. A great job by the producers, directors, anyone really who had a hand on that movie. They just did an outstanding job. But look, that is all I have for you guys this evening. This has been episode 33, which is the season finale For season one. Please look forward to the remainder of the bonus content. That you will receive here. um, For the remainder of the year. If I don't speak to y'all before then. Happy holidays. Um, If you want to give me something for Christmas. Hit me up. I can drop the Christmas list off to you. I can send it to you via message. I can do whatever you need me to do. But look. I am very. Very. Very appreciative. Of you all for just consistently listening to me. It really means a lot to me that, you know, the front pages has grown to be something that people value and something that, um, is relevant and it's a cool thing. You guys are seeing the rebrand happen right before your eyes. And which is why I kind of wanted to end the season here. Um, because over between now and January, there will be a lot of rebranding and you'll see that on the social media at the front pages and a lot of new things to come and just really in that planning phase and really want to execute things come january so which is why i wanted to kind of end the season here you will have some bonus episodes like i said and you'll have some bonus visual content as well but look your best interest follow the front pages on instagram but look until 2022 your girl is out bye